Hello, and welcome to RD and the Inbetweens. I'm your host, Kelly Priest, and every fortnight I talk to a different guest about researchers, development, and everything in between. Hello and welcome to RD and the Inbetweens in 2021. It's your erstwhile host Kelly Priest here and I'm delighted to be bringing you our first episode of the new year. This is the conclusion of my discussion with Ellie Hassan which I started uh, back in 2020 before Christmas um, talking about work-life balance and managing and taking breaks. We went on to talking about how the COVID-19 pandemic has affected the data collection for her research and I thought the discussion was significant enough that it warranted its own podcast. So here it is. People are struggling a lot with this at the moment because of kind of the way in which COVID has disrupted people's research, particularly data collection Mm. um, and the kind of the feeling the need to kind of quote unquote catch up um yes with with what yeah with may with what may have been missed or kind of where people feel very much behind um where they were expecting to be i guess um have you so have you experienced that and how have you dealt with it yeah i've really really experienced that especially i don't know what happened it's like after Basically, as soon as September came in, um, it felt like all of a sudden everyone was suddenly expected to be back on form again. Um, I don't know if other people had that experience, but it went from kind of the kind of general consensus that I was getting was it's okay, like we're in a pandemic, everything's difficult to right, we have to get back doing research now. And I was like, (laughs) what? Excuse me? (laughs) Like the situation hasn't really changed. It's still pretty up in the air. Um, And we still weren't able to. Um, test people face to face which is what I'm relying on being able to do um to get the data for my study um my the main way I cope with that is I had to replan my whole PhD pretty much um which was kind of daunting um I say replan we didn't completely change everything um but we had to kind of just be really brutal and cut out anything that we could get away with cutting out um so I actually, I was really lucky to get some project management training from my DTP. Um, and in doing that, I had conversations with my supervisors about what constituted like a real estate work program and things like that. Um, so yeah, it was just, it was just kind of rethinking the whole thing. And it was kind of disappointing. Well, no, it wasn't kind of disappointing. It was very disappointing. <laughs> um, I just had my upgrade before we went into lockdown. So I had all these like great plans for doing all this really cool research and now it's it's just nothing like how it would have been um but you know that's fine I'm still going to get to do some really cool stuff and it just means that there's other cool stuff waiting for me (laughs) once I'm done so yeah having a major rethink just what is realistic for me to do at the moment was absolutely key um because if you're trying to just stick to what you had planned before it's just it's just not going to be possible is it no and it and like I think the what you said about the disappointment I think is really important um because you know we think about the kind of practical implications of you know I know people that have you know been supposed to doing field work abroad and mm. and you know that's going to be an entire chapter a case study of the thesis and all this sort of stuff that's been postponed or potentially you know 
cancelled altogether and yeah. it, you know, it's huge practical disruption and but a lot of the time that there are ways in which like you know you're talking to modify yeah the project so that it is still it's still it's sort of, it's still a phd or a research degree or what you know which yeah. whatever kind of program you're on but the disappointment and the stress and the anxiety associated with that i think is possibly the thing that we're not talking about enough yeah it was really disappointing and really i'm i'm still anxious like yeah, I bet. <laughs> we, we still don't know what's going to happen in the part, yeah. in the next like year even no. um so, I don't yeah, know what's going to happen in the next two weeks, let alone the next <laughs> yeah, year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but like, for, I'm halfway through my PhD and I still don't have a chat to yet. <laughs> Which is just like horrifying if you think about it too much. Um, but like, it's okay. You know, it's it's fine. It's going to be all right. I, I can't get too stressed about it. Um, or it just ends up being counterproductive. I think uh, it, it's that it's all consuming. Yeah when that happens and it that's that's the real challenge is kind of how do you overcome those kind of moments of the, the I think we're all getting in various different you know different ways you know I have these moments where I go you know I I have moments where I remember that we're in a global pandemic now I'm not <laughs> yeah. that at any point I forget that I have yeah. moments where the kind of significance and the weight of it the reality kind of simmers up every now and again and you just have these moments of going oh my word like how yeah. like i have barely left the house since march um i'm probably not going to go back to work you know to the office until next march so i'm going to be working yeah. from home for a year and you know and the world is is a completely different place in mm. in so many ways and i have those moments of kind of oh my word and i think you know every everybody has those experiences and then when you'll have you, it must be the same with your phd project kind of have you know pootling, pootling along a right and then go oh my word or you know all of the things that i wanted to do and that i'd planned to do yeah it's it's i don't want to sound too like melodramatic no but it is a little bit like being in morning for yeah. what your phd no, could have been yes yes no that no i don't think it's melodramatic at all and it really that really encapsulates actually the what people have what other people have said to me mm. they've not said it in that way but it is it's in mourning for what the project could have been or would have been in other circumstances yeah. and it and it's difficult to let that go as well yeah. because i think you know we we don't another thing i don't think we we kind of i think we undervalue is the amount of in personal investment mm. into the design of these projects and you know people who do research they're not doing research generally on some kind of random thing that they don't care about yeah yeah it wouldn't go too well if especially for a phd no if you didn't care about it people are doing research on things that they care about deeply and that might be mm. because it affects them personally or affects people that they know or it's or it's just something that they're hugely passionate about and they want to create change with and so yeah. the emotional and personal investment in that and the amount of time yeah a year and a half of your life you know it's, it's yeah it's a big combination for me i so um you know it's already but i'm really into like open science yeah um and one of the things uh, that we planned 
for my PhD was that I would do registered reports. Mm. Um, I won't go into too much detail about what they are, but basically they require um, you having pretty good sample size (laughs) so that you can get um, a really well powered experiment. And my, the opportunity to have a really good sample size now is just gone. (laughs) I'm still going to have, like, it's going to be fine. It's not going to be like an N of two or anything like that, but um, the opportunity to get some like really like loads of really solid data and really be able to say like, yes, this is like incredible. Um, it's just gone now, um, which is, yeah, it's really sad. I really care about that. <laughs> um, yeah. And that's just gone. And I think what Ellie's talking about here is what a lot of PGRs have been talking to me about since the start of the COVID-19 pandemic. It's not about not being able to make changes to complete their research degree. It's about the ways in which the vision or the way that they had envisaged the project is fundamentally changed. And that can be things like what Ellie's experiencing in terms of not being able to collect the same um, sample size and therefore not being able to engage with those open data practices that that she's really passionate about as a researcher and a scientist. But I know people who've had to drop entire case studies or um, completely change their methodology. And although the research can be done and they can complete their research degree, there's a real sense of loss and a real sense of mourning for what they envisaged the project would be and the contribution that it would make. And again, it's it's going back to the fact that these are so often deeply personal topics that people are researching, things that they're incredibly passionate about. And so it's important alongside all of the practical complexities of changing these projects that we acknowledge that there is that emotional toll and there is that sense of grief and mourning. I'd be really interested in hearing from more postgraduate researchers about the ways in which they've had to change their projects due to the COVID-19 pandemic. If you're interested in coming on the podcast and talking to me about your experiences, please do get in touch with me on Twitter at Priest underscore Kelly. And that's it for this episode. Don't forget to like, rate and subscribe and join me next time where I'll be talking to somebody else about researchers, development and everything in between. Thank you.